Skittles will always be the number one candy. Don't argue with me about it, because when in doubt, them MFs always gonna be there for you. You are locked on Fantasy Basketball, your daily podcast on fantasy basketball. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com. And you can find me on Twitter, as always, at RedRock underscore B-Ball. In today's show, we're doing another mock draft. We've already had an auction head-to-head mock draft this week. Today is a snake draft but for points leagues. I talked about points leagues in yesterday's show, so you can go and listen to some tips and tricks there. Next week, we're also doing multiple mock drafts. There'll be a snake head-to-head draft, as well as a snake roto draft. One of those will be on Fantrax. One of those will be on ESPN, so spreading the providers around as well. Um, so that's going to be happening next week. Also, a big discussion on punting in one of next week's show, and we're going to do some uh, season over-under win totals. That's for next week. Don't forget, make sure you are checking out Basketball Monster and uh, getting your membership there. And, of course, the rest of the Locked On Podcast Network. I don't even remember if I told you who I was, but I am Josh Lloyd, and you can find me on Twitter at RedRock underscore Beeble, and follow me on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. I have got 11 other participants in this draft Guys who are patrons, uh, Patreon supporters, plus the first two people to uh, to tweet me the code word from the end of the auction pod, which of course was uh, yeast. And those two guys are in here. I think it's Jack and Ryan, I believe, who are going to be in this uh, this mock draft for points league. So, Michael Bolton, let's get to it. To it. What a very very good idea. All right, so we are just about ready to go bring up the uh, draft in the screen there. You can see that I am sitting there at pick uh, pick seven. We're, uh, we're ready to, I'm uh, yeah, pick seven there. We've got a minute 50 until this draft kicks off. And as I talked about on yesterday's show, the um, yeah, the X rank, the way that Yahoo ranks it is based on category leagues. So it won't be um, based on what they look at with points leagues. So you can get some value there. Like I've got, you know, Westbrook, if he was healthy, he'd be right at the top as the number one or number two guy uh, alongside Anthony Davis. So there is going to be some value in this draft. We'll see everyone. We'll see if everyone else in this, uh, in this, uh, in this league works or how they, uh, decide they're going to make their picks. We'll, uh, we'll see exactly how that, uh, how that all goes, uh, with these guys. Um, all right, so a minute, minute 12 to go. Not much happening in terms of news in the NBA after the Jimmy Butler stuff yesterday, which we talked about. You know, lots of talk from GMs. Oh, this guy's in the best form of his life and all that sort of stuff. Um, we have some updates on Lonzo Ball's knee injury. So hopefully, hopefully he is, he is, uh, he is ready to go for the start of the season, but he's going to miss some of camp as is, uh, Brandon Knight in Houston, who had another surgery on his knee. So that does, I guess, boost a little bit of Chris Paul's value early on. Not that Knight was ever going to have any value, but Paul maybe could have lost a minute or two there as they try and preserve him. Your word out of the Warriors, Steph Curry and Sean Livingston are going to be getting practices off and some practices, maybe they get some games off. We already knew there was somewhat of a risk there. I think the risk of, of uh, resting is somewhat over, uh, overblown. Uh, anyway, for uh, for the, the Warriors players, but we'll uh, we'll see how this uh, we'll see how this all goes uh, as the season progresses. We are getting ready to kick off. Sixteen seconds to go. Devon's team is is number one. Bill's team just dropped out. Don't know what happened. Don't know where he uh, just disappears. Um, Bill, get back in, mate. Come on. Um, all right. Anyway, he can be an auto draft guy. Just uh, he was ready to go. We're ready to start. Let us, uh, let's, let's go. Devin at number one now. I've got someone here telling Devin got kicked. It won't let him back. Regardless, it says that he's active here in the draft room. So we'll see if that uh, works for him. And he apparently is here. So I know this isn't Devin. This is someone who replaced Devin because uh, I had to get these guys all sorted. So the first two picks are off the board. Jim Harden, Anthony Davis, Giannis Atatokounmpo are the first three players off the draft, uh, off the board in a points league. I think that's about right. Westbrook would be right there. And then the Yeasty Boys take Russ at pick number four, who does have that real boost in a uh, in a points league versus a category league I had. They were the top four guys that I had in terms of, of looking at this draft. LeBron goes at number five, exactly how I had it. The next way I look at it is Embiid, Jokic, Simmons, and Towns, with Simmons and Towns pretty much the, the same in terms of their value. Bill is up next. Did he actually jump back in? Yeah, I think he looks like he's back in business here. 
or maybe he's not, but regardless, Bill could be going on auto, and that means he'll end up with Steph, who I have ranked pretty lowly in my uh, points rankings down at number 19. So that's the peril of finding yourself in an auto draft situation or going off these ranks. If you end up with someone like Steph Curry, I do not see him as a as a good option for a points league. So I don't know, Bill was there, and uh, now he's gone. So good luck to you, Bill, getting... Uh, oh, he's back. Bill, you got five seconds. You are ready to go. Come on, Bill, 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 Bill. Ah, oh, Bill, bad luck, mate. You got uh, you got Steph. All right, so it's my turn now. I've got Embiid, Jokic. They're the two guys I'm looking at. Let's go hard. Let's go with Embiid, who is right down the list here. Bang, I'm going based off my projections. I don't think I can go too much uh, more of that. And again, I talk about in category drafts all the time about how you don't want to be going straight off rankings because it's pointless and you'll end up with a shit team. In a points league, it is it is the way that you should be looking at doing things. Now, you still have to count in positional variability and make sure you've got all your positions filled and getting some of those guys early. But going off a ranking in a points league makes a lot more sense. Townsie goes at number eight here. So I think Jokic and Simmons sitting there, they should be the next two. We'll see uh, if that's exactly what happens. Adrian is asking me if I'm recording this draft. Yes, I am. So let's see exactly how this goes here. Pick number nine, um, I would be taking Jokic, and then I'd be taking Simmons next. Durant is still around. Ah, Jokic at nine. I get a feeling that a lot of these people are basketball monster members, so they'll be using a very similar set of projections to what I am using, and Simmons 10. So yeah, basically it is the same level I had it, apart from that Steph Curry pseudo-auto pick that went on to Bill's team. Looking at... uh, Looking at Kawhi as the next bunch of guys here, 11, 12, we're looking at you know Kawhi, Lillard, Drummond. Those guys are all pretty close. They're probably the next three that I've got in my list. Let's see if Sugar or a spectacular team think uh, think the same way uh, about uh, about that that I do. Um, let's uh, let's have a look here. Who else have we got? Uh, Kevin Durant here. Okay, so that's one that that I wasn't as big on. I had Durant down at fourteen. It's not a terrible pick at number eleven, but there are guys I would want there. Lillard goes next. He was in that mix also. And then you've got Kawhi and Drummond. I'm pretty big on Kawhi. I think he's going to have a top five uh, or a chance to have a top five season. Doesn't mean I draft him in the top five. I think he's a solid top eight guy for this season, but real top five potential. Um, I think he's healthy. I think he's ready to go and ready to put up some big numbers. So Lillard and Kawhi, they go there at the uh, at the turn uh, for 12 or 13 with uh, whatever that team was who was picking at that spot. I believe that was A's something team. Um, let's have a look. Uh, Devin's team says, I want Josh to roast me like I'm Tibbs. Yeasty boys, really a nice callback to the yeast shout out the other day. He says, then pick someone who was on your fantasy team six years ago. I like it. Victor Oladipo and Andre Drummond, the next two guys. I think you're looking, should be looking at Johnny Wall and Jim Butler as the next couple of guys here. Uh, I like that Drummond pick. It's strong. Um, Oladipo, I think loses a little bit in a points type format. I'd be looking at, at, at Johnny Wall here uh, as the guy we want. Johnny Wall, Jimmy Butler, Paulie George are my next three guys. Um, so I'm going to get one of those because I'm, uh, I'm on the board coming up here. So we've gone Lillard at 12, Leonard at 13, Victor Oladipo at 14, and Andre Drummond at 15. I love that Drummond pick, especially. I think that's pretty um, a pretty solid uh, effort there. Um, Mayo on Raisin, you're taking a, a long time for this pick. And he goes with John Wall just to piss me off. And now it's Moose's team's turn. This is the pick that I'd be looking at Butler. So I'm going to get one of Butler and George, and I feel pretty good about that. I don't really mind where Jim Butler ends up getting traded. If he does end up getting traded, then I'd be uh, then I'd be happy with... Uh, I think his production is going to be pretty similar wherever it goes. So whichever one of those two guys I get here, I'm pretty happy with it. Um, pairing an Embiid and Butler, there is a lot of... Um, a lot of injury uh, issues associated with those two in the past, and I actually feel more worried about Butler's health this season than I do about in beads, which is uh, which is saying something. Um, oh yeah, of course, my internet has uh, gone down. That's always an awesome thing when that that comes up. Slow or unreliable internet connection. That is the Australian motto. I think we're going to print it on our coins and our notes. Um, come on, boys, let's uh, let's go. Who is uh, who is coming back on? Yeah, well, I'm going to go auto here, and it's going to absolutely screw me. Uh, I can't go in and pause it because the internet is uh, is not working. So shout out to you, Australian internet. Can I get back in in time? Dun, 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 dun. I wish I had that speed music uh, playing on my uh, on my uh, drop the drop list of uh, of audio here. This is great when I'm trying to record a podcast and the internet shits itself. Um, bah, who am I going to end up with? 
I don't know if Paul went. I don't know if Butler went. I bet Paul went, and I'm going to end up with Kemba Walker, and it is going to make my team look terrible because I have Kemba as the 30th ranked guy. Come on, team. Um, oh, man, this is killing it. Absolutely killing it. I think, I'm, I think I've missed my pick. I'm sure I've missed my pick. Let's try a different internet connection. I have two internet connections here. That is why, uh, that's how shit this uh, internet connection is in this country. Let's have a look. What on earth is going on? Great. Can't find a draft, apparently. That's awesome. Uh, let's go back in. The wonders of technology. This is, You know how dumb I was? I should have set up that queue. I was too busy talking and didn't put that queue up there. And I got Paul George. I am absolutely wrapped to get Paul George there in that scenario. So that just shows how like frustrating bullshit can be. Um, uh, it was uh, it was terrible. Someone says the Aussie internet sounds like slow death. It was not ideal. So who was the who were the other guys that got picked there that I did miss out on? So let's have a look. So we went. Uh, Kevin Love went, and then Paul George, Kemba, Devin Booker, and Rudy Gobert with Jimmy Butler going at twenty two. That's a steal from Mackers to get uh, to get Jim at twenty two. Really, really strong pick there. Um, let's see exactly. So I've got Embiid and George. I'm pretty happy with getting out of that situation with Paul George. The next bunch of guys um, who I've got listed here is Donovan Mitchell, Blake Griffin on a per game basis. Of course, there's a risk. Chris Paul, the same. Drew Holiday. They're the guys that I'm looking at there. Kyrie Irving goes to Cloudstar. He's a guy that I've got sitting about the sixth highest or fifth highest guy in my rank. And then Devin is about to jump in here to round out round two. Kyrie's not going to have back-to-backs. He's not going to have minutes restrictions. No, no back-to-back restriction. No minutes restriction. I think people are going a little bit overboard with the injury stuff on Kyrie Irving. The surgery he had wasn't a re-injury of that knee. It was an irritation from a past surgery that they fixed up. They got rid of the infection. They got rid of the, uh, the metal that was irritating the problem. So I think that I feel pretty okay about Kyrie for this coming season. Now, next we have... Um, I've got Blake Griffin as the next guy in my queue, so I am going to just click a, uh, a star on Blakey, um, put him in my queue in case the dreaded internet shits itself again. So let's just put Blakeo up there. DeMar DeRozan at 25. Well, I did not have him there. I have him as the 34th ranked player, so that's interesting um, that he goes there. I can understand going there, but yeah, I wouldn't, obviously. Chris Paul's another guy that I'm going to have in my queue, but he just uh, got picked at pick 26. That's a pretty strong option. Drew Holiday is the next guy I want. I'm still a few uh, away there. So when we look at my uh, my list of guys, it's Blake, it's Drew, it's Lamarcus and Beal. They're the, they're the next lot of guys and getting a, a big man, even though we're not talking about big man categories, but big men who can actually contribute. Yeah, that is that is still useful in points league. So my next four guys, I'm five picks away. Maybe I should put my fifth guy in there. Will be Marcus Gasol. So Blake, Drew, Aldridge, Gasol, and Beal. Beal just went there at pick number 27. Um, and then we've got Blakey Griffin at 28th. Again, that must be someone doing uh, using the Basketball Monster projections, or at least my projections over on Basketball Monster. DeAndre Jordan, shit. Uh, I had him 33rd. He went at 29th. Wasn't expecting that. But again, you do still need to get centers. Now, I didn't make this league a two-center league because Yahoo shits me. I did it the other day in the auction, but I thought let's go for people who have common sense commissioners who don't institute a two-centers league. Let's see exactly how it should work out, not that other bullshit default that's set up by Yahoo. So I did go the standard three flex, one center. So centers aren't in as high a demand. Um, Pick 30 here is M. Stewart X. Hopefully, uh, Stewie... Grabs, uh, no, I've got, I've got Drew. He's the top of the queue. Then I've got Lamarcus and Marcus Sol, um, coming up next. So I'm going to get obviously one of those guys. It's either going to be Drew or Lamarcus. Lamarcus off the board. Now, do I go with a Drew Holiday or do I go with a Marcus Sol? Knowing I can get more guards later, should I go and try and fill out this center spot? Um, the difference I've got in their projections of points per game is minimal. It's uh, it's two points per game. That could easily swing. So I am, I think, going to grab myself a center and get some guards later. Marcus Gasol, let's go. Now, that's again, that's not just me strictly drafting off points per game projections. 
because Drew would be that guy. But I want to make sure I get that center there because some of the other centers aren't quite as productive as the guards you'll find later on in drafts. You'll find a lot more guard-eligible players later on than center-eligible players. Now, pretty surprising to me that Chris Middleton there went at 32 and Drew Holiday is still sitting on the board. So whoever's going to pick him, whether that's Mayo on Raisin or PVD's Peerless team or Sugar or Wombles, surely he goes in this round. One of uh, one of those guys is going to get a pretty big steal with Drew Holiday, and that's going to help their team out pretty significantly. And there goes uh, Drew goes by Mayo on Raisin Bread. That's is that something you eat? Mayo on Raisin Bread? That sounds absolutely horrendous. I can see cream cheese on Raisin Bread. Mayo? Does anyone eat that? Obviously, this bloke does. That sounds uh, that sounds delightfully shithouse. Um, all right, so next guy I've got on my board here is Kyle Lowry, then Clint Capella. Capella just goes to PVD's peerless team, obviously using the center preference mode there over Kyle Lowry if he is indeed looking at basketball monster projections. You've got Nick Vucevic, DeAndre Ayton, Toby Harris, along with Lowry as the next bunch of guys as well. I'll do a third round recap after Sugar and Wombles make their picks just to go through all the guys who did go in that third round. Let's have a look at uh, who is uh, who is Sugar taking. So uh, he took Kyle Lowry. That's a, a strong pick. And Womble's going to round it out. He should be looking at either Vooch or Aiton or Toby Harris. He went with Draymond. Now I had Draymond at forty-one, so it's not a not a terrible reach on Draymond. So the draft results: the third round went Demar Derozan, Chris Paul, Brad Beal, Blakey Griffin, DeAndre Jordan, Lamarcus Aldridge, Marcus Sol, Chrissy Middleton, Drew Holiday, Clint Capella, Kyle Lowry, and Draymond Green. So starting the fourth round now. My team is uh, is you know, looking about to be in the spot where they were drafted, which I would make sense. Now, hopefully, I can catch up a little bit later, but I think this is going to be a pretty tough draft. Miles Turner going uh, aggressively early, obviously uh, hoping for a breakout situation there with Miles. He went at 37. Not really, uh, not really sure about that. Not understanding that pick necessarily. I've got him down outside the top 75 in points leagues. Maybe he takes a big step forward, but I think there's probably even less usage to go around this year in Indiana with Tyreek Evans coming in, uh, and that's going to limit what uh, Miles can do. So I, I'm not massively keen on that. Wombles, I apologize if you are listening to this, but uh, yeah. Oh, no! It's not, not great. Toby Harris at 38, that's pretty strong. I'm four picks away, so let's have a look at which guys I'm going to be looking at. It's going to be Vooch, it's going to be Aiton, it's going to be Conley and Aaron Gordon. They're the next bunch of guys on my list. So let's have a look, uh, try and put some of them in my queue. Um, if I can uh, if I can actually find them, let's put Vucevic in. Aaron Gordon just went at 39. Vucevic, DeAndre Aiton is the next guy. Let's search him up. Um... Conley is the, the next one there as well. Mick, all right, I th- what I might do here is I've got Conley there, uh, Vooch, and Aiton. I think I might take Conley and uh, and hope to get DeAndre. Well, actually, no, I won't because there's people in this league who are, who are switched on with it. I'm not going to take Vooch. I think there's an element of risk associated with, with him there, even though he is projected a little bit higher. I think there's more variation in what he can do. Uh, the Conley-Aiton one is going to be... I might not even have a choice because maybe Aiton and Conley both go ahead there. Then we'll put Yusuf Nurkic and Dwight Howard in the mix. Mayo on Raisin Bread uh, took uh, the Baptist John Collins, who I've got as the 48th ranked guy. So a bit high, but definitely nothing wrong with that. And then Eric Bledsoe at 41. So I do have a choice of Aiton, Vucevic, and Conley. Um, DeAndre Aiton, do I grab that other center and really just that's that's loading up my big men? Um, Or do I start getting some guards now? Uh, I reckon let's. Uh, I have Conley in nearly every draft. I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'm gonna go with DeAndre here. Let's just mix it up a bit. These guys are all projected pretty similar in terms of scoring. It gives me three centers now: Embiid, Gasol, and Aiton. Embiid has power forward eligibility as well, so I've got those positions. Yeah, fairly much locked down at the at this stage. Pretty happy to get the, those guys on the board there with my team. Who is up next, Mr. Stewart? Um, the next bunch of guys I've got there, apart from Cousins and Porzingis, who obviously aren't going to play the many games, I've got Vooch, Conley, Nurkic, Dwight. They're my next four. D'Angelo Russell off the board. A little aggressive, but I still have him as 54th, so it's not terrible. Dwight at 44th is a strong pick in a points league. He gets a big, big bump in what he can do, while Christian James McCollum also off the board. I had him at 46, and he went at 45. 46 was the pick for Conley. Love that value there with him. And let's see where Cloudster and Devin go to round out round four. Conley is back in business. He's 
He's healthy, he's fit, he's firing, he's ready to go. And I think that's obviously, uh, look, he was excellent in 2016-17. Even if he gets back to 80% of that, 85% of that, he's probably going to be worth that value right there. The blue arrow off the board. I'm not sure that Jamal Murray's value really translates fantastically over to a points league. Not a guy that I was massively high on. I've got him outside the top 70, whereas Lowry Markinen is the next pick as well. Another guy that I've got significantly lower than uh, than that positions. But that wrap, wraps up round five. So let's have a look at it. Miles Turner at 37. I didn't really care for that. Toby Harris, Aaron Gordon, John Collins, Eric Bledsoe, DeAndre Ayton, D'Angelo Russell, Dwight Howard, Really strong pick of Dwight there for the team called Josh Lloyd's Rejects. Christian James McCollum, uh, Mike Conley, the Blue Arrow, Jamal Murray, and Lowry Markin. So a few questions. Jesus, Devin's gone absolutely hardcore here. He went Markin at 48 and Trey Young at 49. I Sorry, mate. I cannot get behind that pick of Trey Young. That is aggressively, aggressively high. I don't know who is who is in, actually in charge of that. Uh, hey, and if you are listening, tweet at me. What's, what's going on? Trey Young at 49. Gaz Harris comes in at 50. No. We talked about Gaza yesterday, how he loses a lot of value in uh, in points leagues, as does uh, Otto Porter, and both those guys have come off the board here. So a bit of value is really starting to develop with these uh, in this draft now. The artist formerly known as Torian Prince, also off the board at number 52. So I think this is an opportunity for me to start to, to rise up in terms of my numbers. Dennis Smith Jr., Jesus, that's... Um, that's an early one for Smitty there as well at number 53. Although I do think that he does, well, no, I do think he does rise in points leagues. I talked about it yesterday. And it's, I guess it's not too egregious. I've got him as like the 61st ranked team. Vucevic goes at 54, a guy that I was considering there. Now, the guy who, who comes in at the highest projection for me at the moment is Yusuf Nurkic. Do I need another center? Um, probably, probably not, but. I've got the, I've got these flex spots. Nurkic is projected higher than the next guy, which is Gordo Haywood. Let's um, let's uh, let's grab Nurkic. I feel a bit more feel a bit happier about him in uh, in a points league and a, a bit more solid with him than I do with uh, with um, uh, Gordy Haywood. Josh Lloyd rejects is uh, is loving himself sick at the moment. Says he's doing great. Congrag congrag congratulations try to get that word out Con- congratulations to you i was uh, going all rupaul's drag race on you there um so nurkic at 55 so i've got guys here who have jumped up in that points league format like uh like nurk uh on that on that spot um who have we got glass bones on the board here uh ready to make his pick with 11 seconds left on the clock so I'm pretty happy with how my team looks. Lots of centers in B, George Gasol, Aiton, and Nurkic. I'm really sort of getting those centers because I don't want to be stuck with a Robin Lopez or someone shit else like that at the end in terms of their value. Enes Cantor off at 56. Lonzo Ball at 57. Like that. I like the, the Enes Cantor pick. The Lonzo pick, I think, is also pretty strong. Yeah, my top rated guy at the moment is Whiteside, then Haywood, then Tyreek, then Steve Adams, followed by DeJounte, uh, DeJounte Murray. So let's see how that goes. Josh Lloyd Reject says, Josh is going to rip those Harris and Porter picks. <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, I did. <laughs> um, I didn't rip them, but uh, I was probably more confused with the Trey Young one, to be honest, than anything. But yeah, it, it is an adjustment for you who are used to category leagues doing a points league because there are some changes with some of these guys. And I love who made that pick, uh, DeJounte Murray at 58. It's ballsy. It's PVD's peerless team, but it makes sense. Steven Adams at 59. It also makes sense. Uh, and Wombles is going to round it out with Jared Allen at the end of round five. So let's have a look. Trey Young at 49, Gaz Harris at 50, Otto Porter at 51. Not a great three-stretch three run there, I don't think. Prince at 52, Dennis Smith 53, Nick Vucevic 54, Nurkic 55, Cantor 56, Alonzo Ball at 57, DeJounte Murray comes in at number 58, and Stephen Adams at 59 with uh, Jared Allen at 60. And that'll wrap up round six. Then Luka Doncic is the first player off the board to the Wombles. At number 61, not a selection I would necessarily have made uh, either. I've still got Whiteside, Gordon, Haywood, Tyreek, and Rondé as my next three guys with Chris Dunn right in that mix as well. So let's see. I've got four picks until it comes to me. Let's. Uh, I don't, I'm not going to take Whiteside. I'm going to take uh, Gordy Haywood if he is available. Did he just go? Chris, uh, Gordon Haywood, yes. Chris Dunn, yes. So that's... Um, yeah, going to give me Tyreek, Rondé, Hollis, Jefferson as options. Um, let's have a look. Let's put him in my queue. Let's put Tyreek in my queue. 
Uh, who, who have I got after those guys? Rondé, Tyreek, um, Julius Randle, and Nick Batum. And Nick Batum. They're, they're the next four guys I've got in my um <clears throat> in my queue there. Chris Dunn at 63. Pretty good value pick, I think. Nick Muratich goes to Mayo on Raisin Bread. And Glass Bones has got the uh, selection here. Now, I'm not sure I'm going to take Rondé there. I think I might... I feel some, the most solid out of that group with Julius Randle. But... I'm not completely sold on it. Maybe uh, maybe I do look at Tyreek just to get a, another guard-based player on my team. So maybe we'll take uh, Tyreek again. Not worried about Tyreek's injuries at the moment. It's been, I think, two and a half years since he had a knee surgery. The low games last year were obviously due to a different reason, and that was Memphis's inability to understand the market and, uh, and what to do with Tyreek Evans. Joshy Richardson goes at 65, a guy that does lose value in points leagues versus category leagues. I'm going to snag Tyreek here, stick him onto my team. Um, and let's uh, refresh uh, my screen over here to have a look how this all looks. So happy to get Tyreek onto my squad there. My best available players next is Whiteside, Rondé, Randall, Batum, then Jabari and uh, and Jeff Teague. My name is Jeff. Um, Clay Thompson sitting there at the top of the queue. Not a great uh, points league guy. Um, and then Al Horford goes at 67. So yeah, Clay's sitting there and someone would be really keen to grab him, but he's just not a great points league guy. And that's the reason I'm steering clear. He's going to come there to, to be a, an option at some point, but I've got him ranked as like the 93rd player in a points league. So yeah, I'll, uh, I'll leave him alone and someone else can... Um, Someone else can uh, do that if they actually do, but everyone here is uh, is pretty switched on. Jeff Teague goes at 68. That's a nice pick. At the moment in my projected standings, Yeasty Boys are out uh, on top. Rondé Hollis-Jefferson goes 69th. Giggity. Yeah. Um, yeah, like that pick as well. Whoever made that one, strong, uh, strong pick from you. And uh, Mackers is on the board with three picks left to round out round seven. Jonas Valanciunas at 70. A lot of his value does come from percentages. Um, so look, it's still a, a pretty strong pick there, I think, for Jonas to get him in that area. Um, but there were some other options I would have preferred on the board. Hassan Whiteside really falling. I've got him projected at, as a top 50 guy in only 25 minutes per game. So it's going to come to a point where I just end up taking him. Um because you know, that sort of production, when I've got him projected at you know three, four points higher than some of these other guys, I think at that point you have to bite the bullet and take him, even though I do have considerable concerns with what Whiteside's going to do this season. Larry Nance at 71, yeah, I'm, I'm not behind that at all. I think that's even too high for him in a category league, and he's a worse option in a points league, so I'm not really sure I understand that, Stan, that one from you, Cloudster. Feel free to rationalize it with me in a tweet or a YouTube comment or a Facebook message, whatever it is you want to do. But there, that seems a little high. Devin's back on board here. He went real hard on that um, Trey Young pick earlier, but he, he redeems himself here with Julius Randle. So let's wrap up round six. Doncic, Gordy Haywood, love love the Haywood pick, love the Dunn pick. Nick Miritich, Joshy Richardson, Tyreek Evans, probably the best pick of the whole draft. Yeah because it was me, uh, Al Horford, Jeff Teague, Rondé Hollis-Jefferson, Jonas Valanciunas, Larry Nance, Julius Randle, and Brandon Ingram. I'm not sure, Devin, is there any Lakers fandom there? I'm going to guess maybe there is. That feels a little bit high for Ingram. It's not uh, It's not terrible, though. Kyle Anderson goes to Cloudstar. I, I get the feeling that maybe uh, Cloudstar thinks this is a category league. I uh, he shouldn't because it wasn't uh, presented that way, but maybe that's it. No, Anderson's not a terrible pick either. He's the 81st ranked player. I just think there are significant guys who are around who are still better than him. I've still got Nick Batum sitting in my queue. Um, him and Whiteside are my two best available players at this point. So I am going to throw Whiteside over there into my queue. Then it's Jabari. Then it's Willie Cauley-Stein. So let's uh, let's go and find... Wherever, where is Jabari in this list? I'm sure he's there and I just can't see him. That's what the search function is for, Josh. There we go. Um, Ricky Rubio at pick 75. Yeah, still some other guys I'd prefer ahead of him, but definitely not a bad one. I think Corley Stein is an interesting guy here. I think Lou Williams is someone to have a look at also. Just building up a nice queue of guys. De'Aaron Fox, Timmy Hardaway, also guys to look at um, that do benefit from the uh, points league format. So I've got a, a solid queue building there. Darren Fox just got snagged, so not not necessarily impressed with that. Whiteside goes as well now, two of the guys I was considering. So I've got Batum and Parker at the top of my list. Batum is gone. It is up to my pick now at pick number 79. And I think I'm going to take... Am I going to take Jabari or am I going to take Lou Williams in this spot? 
I think the risk with Jabari is obviously higher than Lou. I might go with Lou here, actually, and uh, hopefully I can get Jabari on the swing back around. We'll see how that goes. Paulie Millsap goes off at 80 now. Um, and we're almost finished uh, four picks away from the end of round seven. And I'll give you guys an update of how the, the top of this projected standings look using my projections and the draft results. I was about eighth in projected standings for the first four rounds. And I think I'm, uh, I'm up a little bit higher now based on some of this other value that looks to be um, appearing in this point of the draft. But of course, it's all powered by my projections. And hopefully the majority of those turn out to be correct. But of course, we don't know that just yet. Um, Mayo on Raisin Bread, too busy eating that delicious meal, I'm sure. Andy Wiggins, Wigo, he goes at pick number 81. I think Wiggins does have way more benefit in a points league. I've got him ranked 75th. I've got Zach Levine ranked 80th. So both of those guys in really good spots. They're going at 81 for Wiggins and Zachy at 82. So it's a pretty good options. Even though I've got a couple of guys higher, I can totally understand going with those players. I'd be looking to get Jabari on the flip back around here if it does get that far to me. Um, not sure that it will end up getting there, but uh, we'll see. Uh, 83 is Corley Stein. Well, he is off the board with Sugar. And let's see what Wombles does to round out round seven. And he goes with Bob Covington. So round seven gives you Brandon Ingram. It gives you Kyle Anderson, Ravishing Rick Rubio. Aaron Fox, Hassan Whiteside, Nick Batum, Lou Williams, Paul Millsap, Andrew Wiggins, Zach Levine, Willie Cauley-Stein, and Bob Covington. John Isaac off the board at 85 feels real high. He's a much better categories than points guy. And Jabari at 86, Sugar, just ruining my dreams. The top three in projected standings, we've got the Yeasty Boys, we've got myself, and then PVD's peerless teams. So they are the top three teams in the way that my projections are looking. So uh, let's see how that continues as we go along. Jabari off at 86. That was the one that I was hoping that I was going to get. Markel Fultz at 87. That's aggressive. Now, I think Fultz is going to have a pretty good year and he's going to surprise a lot of people. But like, what, what are you doing? What are you taking him at 87 for? Where's the upside in that selection? Maybe there is upside. I'm not sure there actually is for this season. I think there's a, a shit ton of downside in that area as well. But yeah, Fultz could still be an interesting guy, obviously. He's got tons of ability. I think he's going to be significantly better. Clay's still on the board. She's, and uh, and Farton, Will Barton as well, guys, who would have been clearly snapped up before this in any sort of category league. So at least these guys are paying attention to what needs to be done and the differences in a point league, points league are not necessarily... Um, yeah, falling to some of the uh, other concerns that we uh, or other people may have or the way that they look at things. Uh, Farton Will Barton goes off the board at 88 to uh, someone's team that I, I didn't uh, see, but I'll, uh, I'll get back to that in a sec. Glass Bones is up. Um, Hardaway, Tatum, and Heald are my next three guys, as well as the Iron Shoulder. So let's throw Tatum into the queue. Let's throw Dragic into the queue. Uh, Heald and Gaia are my next two guys as well. I'll throw Budrick into that list over there as well. I do want Timmy Hardaway here. I don't know if Glass Bones is going to go that way, but I think Tim Hardaway's volume scoring in New York is really going to work. The iron shoulder, Goran Dragic, goes at 89, so that leaves me at pick 90. I'll take Tim Hardaway. I've got him projected as the 70th best player. Let's grab him, throw him into that lineup, and uh, I'm pretty happy with the way that that has panned out so far. So that's 90 picks done in this points league mock draft. Clay Thompson still on the board. Um, M. Stewart X, who are you going to take? Are you going to take Clay? I've got Tatum as the next best guy. Lord Alfred Payton goes at 91. I've got him 94th about right. Guys like the pencil Harrison Barnes should be coming in. He just got drafted by uh, my reject team. And Yeasty Boys, the guy I'm trying to catch. Who is he going to draft? Is he going straight off these projections? Is he taking Jason Hatem? Not Hatem, Tatum. Is he taking Budrick Heald? No, he's taking Reggie Jackson. Now, that's a curious one. Reggie Jackson does benefit in points leagues, but he is still saying he's not quite 100% from the injury he had last season, still struggling a bit, still not doing all the activities, which is really concerning when we're a month away from the start of the season. So that could be an issue for Reggie for this season. I'm really, I just get the feeling he's just never going to be healthy, whether that's knee or ankle or, or shit personality. Something's going to be wrong with Reggie for the uh, entirety of his career is the way that it is feeling at the moment. Mackers is on the board. Um, who uh, who are you going for here to round out round eight? Mr. Macker. Again, Tatum is the number one guy on my board at the moment. 
He's second on the Yahoo default board as well. So it'll be interesting to see if he gets off the board here. Brookie Lopez, now I had him about that right spot, so a nice option. But this could be a team who's looking to fill that center spot as well. I've got all that filled up. All I've got is one flex and one forward spot to fill up before my bench. So I've got some a pretty decent amount of flexibility with my team. And I could also throw Paul George into that forward spot if I wanted a shooting guard because he is uh, currently sitting in my shooting guard position. Cloudster um, has thrown a few curious picks at us. Let's see which direction he goes here. This is getting around the time where you do have to look at, start looking at, at Clay Thompson. So he's still uh, sitting around there. Tatum off the board. Yeah, Budrick Heald, Rudy Gay, and Clay are my next three guys. So this is the area where you should be looking at uh, at someone like Clay uh, Clay Thompson to go off the board. Uh, Rudy Gay is another guy that I've got in this uh, zone. We'll put him into my queue there as well. Let's see if anyone does actually you know, finally take the bait on Clay Thompson. Surely, Devin, yeah, I think you have to take Clay here. This this is a, the right spot to to do that with him. Jaron, no, he goes with Josh Jackson. Whoa. Again, Devin, is this, is this Devin Booker? Um, Josh Jackson. I Man, I don't know how many minutes Josh Jackson's going to get this season. He is much better in points league, I'll grant you that, but he's not that good. And TJ Warren, Trevor Ariza, McCall Bridges, he's probably ahead of Warren. He's probably ahead of Bridges. I just don't know how it's all going to go. Devin redeems himself with Clay, though, at the end. Let's have a look at how all this looks from a projected standings point and recap round eight. John Isaac at 85, Jabari 86, Fultz, Barton, Dragic, Timmy Hardaway, Alfred Payton, the Pencil Harrison Barnes, Reggie Jackson, Brooke Lopez, Jason Tatum, and Joshy Jackson. And then the first two picks of round nine give us Clay Thompson and Rudy Gay, the two guys who were in my uh, in my queue. Got Joe Ingles is now the guy that's hovering around the top of this uh, of this standings list. I have um, I've jumped to the top of my projected standings, which you would hope so, considering I did the projections. So you would hope that uh, I'm following them and, and getting that value. Um, Dario Sharic comes off at 99, probably the right spot for Sharic as well. My next three are Budrick, Kuzma, The Table, Montrez Harrell, and Evan Fournier. Uh, Karis Levert goes at 100. I'm three picks away. Demarcus Cousins at 101. Absolutely no problem with getting boogie in this area. You still got a couple of starting spots to fill out, but I think that's that's not bad um, in this sort of a format. You know, w- with an injured reserve spot, you can get a book and sit in there and um, you hope you get some value later on. Evan Fournier off the board there as well. So is it going to be Bud for me? Is it going to be Kuzma? Uh, I think I ought to put my money where my mouth is and take Bud Heald, who I've been you know, thinking he's got some value this season. Let's go and grab him into that uh, into that area there at 103. Probably would have taken Fournier over him there, to be honest, if uh, he hadn't been taken the pick before. But Bud Heald comes onto my team. I've got Kuzma as the next best available. Jordy Bell, that feels too high for Jordy Bell. Um... I don't know if it's going to be Damian Jones or Kevon Looney or Jordy Bell. A lot of his value comes from the high field goal percentage, which doesn't mean shit in this sort of a format. So that probably is a little bit high for Jordy. The table, Montrez Harrell off at 105. Love that. Really good points league value for Harrell as well. Um, and the future MVP, Kyle Kuzma, sitting there. I think PVD needs to go and grab Kuzma. I think he probably will. No, he grabs Mario Hazonia. It's a me. That's a pretty strong pick as well. I think it's fine to go and have a look at Joe Ingles now, to go look at Jeremy Lamb. Uh, you can maybe take a flyer on the rooster. You could go probably next round is, is someone for Porzingis, I think. Uh, the future MVP off the board there as well at number 107. And then we go with Jaron Jackson Jr. to round out the round. That's round nine done. Clay Thompson, Rudy Gay, Dario Saric, Levert, Boog Cousins, Evan Fournier, Budrick Hill, Geordie Bell, The Table Montrez Harrell, Mario Hazonia, The Future MVP, Cole Kuzma, and Jaron Jackson Jr., Triple J. Wombles is back on the board in terms of projected standings. Josh Lloyd's Rejects has jumped ahead of me. Congratulations to you. And then I come in second with the Eastie Boys, third in those projected numbers. Jingle and Joe goes off at one number 109. Um, yeah, absolutely fine with Ingles there. I think that's exactly where I had him ranked. In fact, Derek Favors is another guy I think we should be looking at here. Danilo Gallinari, uh, Wendell Carter Jr. just went. Bill Hernan Gomez, that feels, again, it feels real high. And Hernan Gomez, we know he can do stuff in value uh, in limited minutes. But even when I look at it, he is projected pretty high. But we've got to hope that he gets those 20 minutes. And I'm not 100% sold on him actually being able to do that. Um, Take a flyer on, on the rooster. Put him into my queue. Uh, put Derek Favors into my queue. 
three picks away. And then Jeremy Lamb is my next guy on that list as well. So let's all go with those guys there. All right. They're my next three guys in the queue. Marvin Bagley, Jeremy Lin, Spencer Dinwiddie are all coming up into that area as well. Uh, the Fort, Kevin Knox, also an option. Bogdan Bogdanovich, love Bogdan. He's probably the best player on the Kings team. Um, you know, the value is not bad in this spot. I've got no idea what Jaeger is going to do with him this season. That is a concern. He should be getting that 30 minutes per night, though, given how well that he played last season. Glass Bones, ready to, uh, ready to rock and roll here. All right, come on, Bonesy. Get that pick off. I'm going to take either one of the Rooster or Derek Favors, and that will round out my starting lineup. Um, both have some injury concerns. Obviously, Gallo you know, can put up some pretty big numbers when he's given the opportunity in this, uh, on this team. Kent Bazemore off at 113, so it is my pick. Oh, do I go with the... Uh, yeah, let's go to the Rooster. I'm fine with getting uh, Dylan Gallinari at pick 114. Obviously, I'm fine with it because I did it. Um, yeah, pretty, pretty okay with that. I think he's got some uh, top 100 type upside in this format. Um, just re- remains to be seen how he exactly plays. Jim Johnson from the Heat goes next. Worry a little bit about him. Not sure how proud he's going to make us this season with his uh, extra one year of age and that f- crowded front court scenario. Marvin Bagley the third goes off the board at number 116, and we've got four picks left to finish off round 10. Now we're drafting bench. So if I get that opportunity to pick 127, I am taking Porzingis. I'll take him in that spot. Well, just- I'm more than happy to do that in that bench zone. I think someone else will grab him. Um, but yeah, that's the area I'm going. For the Fort, Kevin Knox. I think that's a pretty strong pick there. Uh, he's going to have an opportunity in points leagues, especially to be a top 100 guy for a big chunk of this season. Um, he needs to be able to do more in the rebound assist steals blocks areas, but scoring and volume scoring is more important in points leagues than it is in other formats. Uh, TJ Warren, Tony Warren Jr., Drafted by Maccas, he must have more faith in Warren than what I do. I clearly don't have a huge amount of faith in him based on how this Phoenix rotation is going to play out. The Undertaker, Dwayne Dedman. He goes off the board there at 119. It looks like he's going to miss most of training camp, probably miss it a bit at the start of the season. Um, yeah, I'm sort of back and forward on, on where he's going to go. It's not bad at this spot. Probably some other guys that I would want, but I think it's still fine to go with the Undertaker here. Devin is rounding things out at the end of round 10. So we go with Joe Ingles at 109, then Wendell Carter Jr., Bill Hernan Gomez, Bogdan Bogdanovich, Kent Bazemore, The Rooster, Danilo Gallinari, Jimmy Johnson, Marvin Bagley III, The Fort, Kevin Knox, Tony Warren Jr., Dwayne Dedman, The Undertaker, and Derek Favors at number 120. Projected standings-wise, it's me and Josh Lloyd Rejects. Right at the top, we are separated by like one or two points in uh, in the projection. So really, really close stuff. Chetty Osman, actually Mallow goes at 121. Osman goes at 122. Some nice value there with Chetty and with Mallow, who can still be a valuable option. He was uh, definitely in that uh, group of players who I'd be looking at with that, with the next pick. I've still got Jeremy Lamb as, as my number one uh, option here. Spencer Dinwiddie, I think, is also someone I'm going to throw into my queue. But the guy that I do want to take is uh, is Puzingas at this stage. So I will grab him if I get that opportunity to sit him on my bench. We had JaVale McGee go at... Sorry, uh, Jalen Brown at 123, JaVale McGee at 124. Uh, Young Bull, Colin Sexton at 125 by Josh Lloyd Rejects. Mr. Stewart goes with Kelly Linick at 126. Let's take the flyer on uh, Porzingis. Happy to do that there as one of my bench guys. He can slot into IR and I can just rotate through these other bench spots. I'm, I'm okay with uh, with grabbing KP there. Give me a little bit of upside later in the season. If it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. I'm okay with taking flyers with these last couple of picks. So I'm, uh, I'm good with getting KP there. Of course, he's not going to be playing tons and tons of games for us for, for this coming season. But you know, do I have an opportunity at the end of the season to get some value there? Absolutely. Glass Bones, you are on the board. Um, two rounds to go after this one. 
Obviously, you can see a snake draft goes much quicker than an auction draft, the two-hour one we did the other day. We had Spencer Dinwiddie go at number 128. I think there's a chance he gets traded. I also think that he's not going to be anywhere near the player he was last season as they look to run a lot more through D'Angelo Russell. Um, it didn't, but if Russell gets hurt, which is a big possibility, then Dinwiddie's value is going to rise. So it's, it's a really strong option at this point in the draft as well. Mayo on Raisin Bread, just taking his time, just really spreading that thick on that bread. Uh, just a question, Mayo on Raisin Bread. Are you, are you toasting the bread or are you having it, uh, having it fresh? It's an important question. Serge Ibaka goes at 129. I think I'm the most down on Serge Ibaka than anyone. I'm just really not into him at all this year. Trey Burke goes next as well. Burke is claiming he's going to be the starter. What he did last year was fluky and it will not continue because he shot just nonsense levels from two-point land and that won't continue, I'm pretty sure. Uh, Jeremy Grant and Jeremy Lamb go at the end of the um, round to wrap it up. So round 11, Mello, Chetty Osman, Jalen Brown, JaVale, Colin Sexton, Olinick. Porzingis, Dinwiddie, Ibaka, Trey Burke, Jez Lamb, Jez Grant. And round 12 is off to a flyer, Mo Bumba. Oh, it didn't work. One, two, three, four, five. Beverly, Thad Young, DJ Augustine, and Shea Gildas-Alexander. Someone taking a swing for the fence there and hoping that Shea gets that opportunity. Um, I think if the way things currently stand, it, it's going to be a struggle for, for uh, Gildas-Alexander to do that. I'm uh, talking too much. I need to make my pick. I am taking Jeremy Lin. Apparently, the word out of the Hawks at the moment is that Lin and Trey Young are going to be competing for that starting spot. I'll take a flyer and see if Lin is healthy and gets those minutes. Dennis Schroeder goes at 139. That's perfect for him at this spot. He's going to have value at the start of the season until Westbrook comes back, value until Robertson comes back, and then some of that drops off. Maybe you get two months out of it, and that's pretty bloody good at pick 140. Uh, Terry Rogier at 140. I think he will struggle uh, this season to get anywhere near what he did last year. Josh the Hitman Hart comes in at 142. Taj Gibson, as low upside as you can get at 142. I'm really down on Taj this season if you aren't aware of that. And Cloudster and Devon looking to round things out with this round. Um, let's have a look. Um, Yeasty Boy says he's tempted to draft Greg Munro just so Josh can play the soundbite. Well, you mentioned him. As Greg runs in, we realize this could get dangerous. So you don't have to draft him. I, I just play it for it. Not that you are necessarily listening to this live, um, but I'll just uh, type that in. Demontis Sabonis goes at 143. Um... And then Devin looking to round out this draft. I don't mind Sabonis. Actually, I really like Sabonis there at that pick. The top of my list is George Hill, the chief, Al Farouk Aminu. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. And Cody Zeller. Um, Punch Bob Shiplight goes at 144, and that wraps up round 12. Mo Bumba, Pat Beverly, Thad Young, Augustine, Shea Gilgis-Alexander, Jezza Lynn, uh, Dennis Schroeder, Terry Rogier, Joshy Hart, Taj Gibson, Sabonis, and Porter. So a few upside picks there. Devin also going upside with his last one, taking Bam out of bio, and that will round it out for Devin's team. Again, you know, judging these last couple of rounds is pretty tough because it is you know, a lot of upside. You see some guys taking Taj and taking Thad um, and taking uh, even Rogier. They're, they're low upside guys. Um, yeah, Mark Heath in this last round is a low upside guy, just went at 146. Um while uh, Bam goes at 145, that's all upside. Dwighty Powell at 147, I think he will struggle with DeAndre Jordan around and Harrison Barnes playing at the four a little bit as well. So I'm not sure how Dwighty goes this coming season. We've got uh, four picks left. Um, go back to the players list. Um, who is on my... Uh, uh, Al Farouk Aminu. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. You get your wish, yes, boys, even though I did already play it, but you will, uh, you will get him right there. Um... Um, Dirk goes at 149. I've got two picks away. Um, now, Georgia Hill is uh, at the top of my list. I'm not super keen on that. Cody Zeller, Trevor Ariza, the blue swimmer, Daz Collison. You know what? I'm going to go upside here, and I'm going to f- take Frankie Nilakina, who's you know in the top six or seven of my projections, plus there's upside. So let's round it out with Frankie Nilakina. Uh, Brogdon went at 150, and now we've got five picks left to uh, to wrap this bastard up. Glass Bones, let's see how this goes. Yeah, so I could have gone with other guys in that spot. I had Hill, Cody Zeller, Trevor Reza, Damari Carroll, the blue swimmer, Daz Collison, all projected marginally higher than what Frankie was. But oh, yeah, last pick, let's take an upside pick. Let's see exactly how this all works out. Um, 
Yeasty Boy says he would have drafted Daz Colson instead of the Chief at that spot just because uh, he wanted to hear the drop. Hey, totally understandable. Much like me in that auction, taking JaVale McGee just to uh, get under Kyle's skin. Contavious Core Pope at 152. Uh, the Blue Swimmer. Josh Lloyd Rejects wanted the Blue Swimmer. What, so I could say the Blue Swimmer? I'm mentioning his name anyway, mate. Don't worry about it. Um, four picks left. Let's go, Mayo. Get that Raisin Bread going. Four picks, come on. And then we'll round round this out and I'll go through my team at the end and uh, see how it all pans out for us. Um, all right. Just make a pick, man. It's 14 seconds left. You gotta you gotta you gotta get this one right. You gotta nail it. You gotta nail it. Come on. Daz Collison's there. The blue swimmer. Um There it is. Freddie Van Vliet, 153. Decent upside. Kyle Lowry gets hurt. He's in, I think, for a pretty big year. I think he's got really, really high upside for fantasy Van Vliet. Just going to be getting in that, uh, getting in the right spot for it. PVD's peerless team. Just looking to round this out now with the last three picks. And then we can have a look at how it all, uh, how it all pans out. Um, Georgie Hill off the board. Uh, Mitchell Robinson off the board. Georgie Hill off the board. And all right, let's go to the last round. Bam Adebayo, Markeith Morris, Dwight Powell, Alfru Kaminu, Dirk Nowitzki, Malcolm Brogdon, Nila Kina, Corwell Pope, Van Vliet, Mitchell Robinson, Georgie Hill, and Eric Gordon. That will wrap it up for the draft. I'll just uh, import it in and have a look how the projected standings look based on total value using replacements because I don't want to use per game when looking at Porzingis just because he's obviously not going to be there all year. But it still brings my team out marginally on top in the projections. Of course, there's still you know, much you know, room for you know, variance here. Sugar comes in second. PVD's peerless team. Mayo on Raisin Bread. The Yeasty Boys. Josh Lloyd Rejects. Cloudster. Mackers. Devon's team. M. Stewart X. Glass. Bones. And, uh, and Womble coming in last on my, uh, on my projected standings. So if I look at my team, I've got Joel Embiid, Paulie George, DeAndre Ayton, Mark Gasol, Yusuf Nurkic. So a lot of centers there, Embiid, Ayton, Gasol, Nurkic, and Porzingis, making sure I still had those big men. Then I also got Tyreek, Lou Williams, Timmy Hardaway, Budrick Heald, The Rooster, Jeremy Lin, and Frank Nilakina. So some risky guys there. The Rooster, uh, Lin, Porzingis, how is their health going to hold up? Yeah, Tyreek, you could even throw into that list as well. Embiid, even though I'm pretty confident with Embiid, there still could be shit go wrong with him this season. So a, an element of risk there, but I think enough upside that if it all comes together, I feel pretty good about the way that my uh, my draft looks at the moment. That'll wrap it up, guys, for today's podcast. Again, Two more mocks next week as well. Some uh, uh, over-under win total stuff, some punting discussions also. So make sure you are checking out the show. And best thing to do is subscribe. Apple Podcasts, Google Play, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify, YouTube, thumbs up, five-star review, comments. Tweet at me at redrock underscore b-ball. Instagram, Locked On Fantasy Basketball. You know the ways to get in contact with me. Another mock draft done in the books. Thanks to everyone who participated in this one. You will see uh, calls for participants in the other ones uh, next week when we get those set up. Uh, the Roto one is already set up. Kyle McEwen set that up with a bunch of basketball monster listeners as well. So Kyle will be, or well, yeah, subscribers as well. So Kyle will be in that draft. Also, guys, we are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya. Cameron Oliver.